Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the No Surprises Here edition. Uh, <laughs> that means there's going to be a surprise. There always is. I mean, technically, for like me and everyone yes, listening, um, it's always a surprise. It's true. Unless it's about butts. That's, and it's no surprise. It's no surprise. Ever. That's, yeah, it's is just it about a butts? <laughs> we... Not No butt surprises today. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. She says that now. So, uh, today is episode 103, Ancient People Probably Got High and Made Cave Art. Yeah, there's no surprises <laughs> there. Not one surprising yeah, thing about know. what you just said. No. We, I, mm-hmm. I, I think it would be a bigger surprise if they weren't high yeah. in making cave art. Exactly. Cave art is the trippiest shit. Yes. It's, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was high right now, I would... <laughs> I would make cave I'd, art. I'd be crawling into a cave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm never crawling into a cave. Oh my God. But for the people it's who so... do, that's awesome. And I'm so happy for you. I've just seen too many movies. Too many horror movies. Yeah. To crawl into a cave. Yeah. Especially the spaces we're going to talk about. It's, that, yeah, I, I'm not going in there. No. I'm not going in there. I think if I had to choose between going into a cave or going into space. Oh, you know, I terrible choose... choices. <laughs> I'd choose the cave, but that's only because the alternative is space. Oh, man. And we all know I'm, I, I love space. I respect space, but yeah. I will never go there. It's, it's not for me. How did I make this about space so <laughs> fast? I don't know. Oh, boy. Anyways. Um, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the anti-space uh, Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> and to clarify, I'm not anti-space. I'm for space. I'm anti me personally going to space. Okay. Seems gorgeous. It I'm does. I'm so happy for anyone who goes there who should be there. Yeah. I, That's a complicated situation. They can go. I'm good. I'm with you. I, I really like Earth. Yeah. Earth I is like, sweet. I like Earth. I like being on the surface of the Earth. Same. I'm not going into any cave. Yeah. Even high altitudes, I'm going to question. I'm going to think real long and hard about. Uh, where are we? Um, <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's so true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. Um, and now that I do, I've quickly made it about me. And <laughs> I'm so sorry. I promise we won't. It's, Tell um, my life story today. <laughs> yeah, today, my friends, is actually, you know, we're going to toss another possible explanation onto the pile. Oh. For you see, archaeologists have long been equal parts fascinated and perplexed as to what drove our ancestors into caves to draw, to paint, or etch images onto the walls. I think I know the exact reason. Yeah. I don't need to be a scientist. Um <laughs> to tell you why because they they wanted they want some fucking alone time and they wanted to journal and their form of journal was really adorable stick figures and weed there you go they were just having they just needed like this personal time and they had never seen the descent so they weren't really scared they didn't see horror movies good for them that's (laughs) their life was a horror movie (laughs) My God, uh, that's really cute, the journaling. Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah. We're going to touch upon something about journaling. and How many times yeah. like, have all of our listeners gone home, mm-hmm. enjoyed something, a wine, weed, 
what else do people do? I'm so old and tired. I don't know how people, I don't know how to relax anymore. And then they make yeah. something. Oh, I don't I know. know. <laughs> we're doing it right now. Actually, we're both sober. So <laughs> that's surprising. So. <laughs> so why do they do it? You're probably thinking, well, there's no one answer, right? Yeah. In fact, the reason why people create art today are probably the same reasons we did it thousands of years ago and across time. But the funny thing about cave paintings, my friends, is that a lot of them, and mm -hmm. I mean a lot, enough for archaeologists to say this is no coincidence but a pattern, a lot are found deep, deep inside caves, tucked away, seeming in, in, in <laughs> I can do this, tucked away in seemingly uncomfortable locations far from any cave entrance. They're just like in there. I mean, as humans, we are masochists, so we like to make things just a little too hard. Um, but also they might just, again, need some space. Need some alone time. Need to hide. Yeah, need to hide. From themselves get, get or others. other people. Mm -hmm. I get it. Other people are the worst. <laughs> we just talked about the plant that avoids people. It's like, I mean. Yeah. That's Understandably. Totally I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So uh, one example of this, uh, way back in Inbetweeny 090, we talked about the largest cave art found in North America so oh, yes. far. Oh, yes. And one of the biggest pieces was a 16-foot-long diamondback-looking snake that was etched into the ceiling. Do you remember? Oh, of course Like I what do. the room looked like that yes. it was found in? Yes. So it was like a very yeah. uh, low ceilings. Yeah, um, low. Sorry, the, the, they're not ceilings. They're the tops of caves. <laughs> low tops of caves. And um, the person had to lay on their back. Exactly. Right? Yeah. To, to do it all. Yeah. So... The archaeologists had to literally crawl on their hands and knees hundreds of feet away from the entrance. It was yeah. pitch black. Yeah, because they love their jobs. They fucking love their job. So you had to bring some sort of artificial light to see anything, like a modern flashlight or a burning torch back in the day. Yeah. Put a pin in that. Okay. And yeah, like you said, the ceiling was, the distance between the floor and the ceiling was like three feet at most. I, I would die yeah. um, from my own mind. Yes. I would just like... <laughs> it was just... Yeah. Find our social media stuffs and look at those photos. Yeah. You had to... When you finally got to the location, you had to be lay, like lay on your back. Yeah. With your torch. Yeah. And it's just, just have a panic attack. And just have a panic attack. Horrifying. While you stare at a snake. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. So the big question is why? Why are so many pieces in places like that? Now, before we get, before we get into the latest and, dare I say, the most fun theory mm. as to why, Dr. Marissa, I thought you and I could run through a couple of equally fun facts about cave art. Oh my God, nothing would make right, me let's happier. Do it. Let's get this party started. That's the lamest way I've ever said that sentence. <laughs> so sorry. Anyways, from dailymail.co.uk, quote, Women may have produced most cave art. There you go. Of course we did. There We're fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> continuing the quote, research from 2013 suggests that ancient cave art may have been produced by women rather than men. When scientists at Penn State University looked at hand stencils found on the walls of caves in France, and Spain, they concluded uh, around three quarters of them were drawn by fucking women. Right. Awesome. Because um, we journal a lot. We <laughs> journal. We have to express ourselves. <laughs> you know, God knows what was going on at the time. Um, 
Continuing the quote, the researchers drew their conclusions by examining the lengths of fingers in the stencils. Before the study was published, it was assumed that men produced most cave works because they often depicted animals they hunted, such as bison, horses, and woolly mammoths, end quote. That was uh, That's my full response That's... to that last <laughs> sentence. Whoa. Yeah. So our friend Wikipedia has... <laughs> our friend Wikipedia notes the oldest known cave painting is a red hand stencil found in Caceres, Spain. Oh. Or Caceres, Spain. Uh, it was dated using the uranium thorium method. Oh, my. And results uh, suggest it's around 64,000 years old and was probably probably made by a Neanderthal. Yeah. Uh, cave art found in Indonesia goes as far back as 40,000 years. And honestly, the more we look, the more we find. Yes. From the Daily Mail, quote, Shiguru Mayagawa mm-hmm. authored a study back in 2018, which examined cave art to, sh- to try and shed a light on how human language evolved. Cool. He said, cave art is everywhere. Every major continent inhabited by Homo sapiens has cave art. You find it in Europe, in the Middle East, in Asia, everywhere, just like the human language, end quote. That's so fucking cool. So it's, fucking cool. It's like emojis. We all... Yes! We yeah. all do it. Full circle. We're, Full. we're just doing the whole... We're doing it all over again. Yeah, except instead of phones, they had scary pitch black <laughs> holes in mountains. That's right. Yep. Tiny, tiny holes. Still sounds less intimidating than this <laughs> goddamn anxiety brick I take everywhere. <laughs> true oh my god so my friends it's everywhere even in nooks and crannies in deep dark spots and this brings us to archaeologist yafit kidar from tel aviv university she told the jerusalem post quote i began to wonder why they chose to work this way as opposed to painting at the entrance of wider caves where they could have also enjoyed some natural light end quote nothing nothing worth doing (laughs) is easy and if it is Make it harder? I don't know. That seems like the general human way. (laughs) Increase your chances of death. Yes. That seems to be our thing. If you're not risking everything. Are you doing anything? What are you even doing? That's right. Probably enjoying your life. Injuries or it didn't happen. Injuries or it didn't happen. Put it on a tote. Put it on a fridge. There you go. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Well, thanks to Yafit's curiosity, we have a pretty awesome theory as to why this all may have even happened. So, Dr. Marissa, let's not bury the lead any longer. Please tell us the title of Yafit's paper, since it really says all we need to know. Amazing. I love a good title. All right. The title is, quote, Hypoxia in Paleolithic Decorated Caves, colon, uh, the use of artificial light in deep caves reduces oxygen concentration and induces altered states of consciousness and quote mm-hmm. they were getting high yeah with what they had with what they had i love that yeah they were like you know what let's fuck with their brains let's fuck with our brains everybody get some <laughs> co2 or whatever right. lack of oxygen lack of oxygen that's the magic word hypoxia amazing that's amazing right. i love it yeah, they fucked around and Enjoy. found out. Yeah, so yeah. Our, uh, our neurotic friend, uh, WebMD, describes, <laughs> describes hypoxia as a condition when your blood doesn't carry enough oxygen to your tissues 
to meet your body's needs, end quote. So it's a form of oxygen deprivation. This is so cool. That's why they were all tracing their hands. They were like, like, I need something easy to draw. It's like, oh, my hands. It's so cool. So much cooler than it was earlier. (laughs) Amazing. So... Symptoms include uh, thinking your hands are great. Um, (laughs) Also, confusion, lightheadedness, increased heart rate, sweating, changes in skin coloration, changes in mood. It can mess with your vision and a whole lot more. Put a pin in it. We're going to revisit this. Dude, I feel stupid that we've been spending all this money on, like, other drugs all these years. I could (laughs) have just been going in the closet with a fucking torch, partying my ass off. There you go. The first rave. The first rave. The first rave was in caves. It was a cave rave. <laughs> the cave rave. <laughs> I really want to go to a cave <laughs> rave now. <laughs> sounds like a really good time. Yeah. So, so basically, my friends, people may have deliberately ventured into already oxygen-depleted caves and further depleted the oxygen levels with burning torches to alter their mind and make art and or to experience the art on the walls. Yeah, the original factory. There you go. The original Studio 54. Studio 54. Now, people be people, and this seems pretty dead on, but all theories need to be tested. Do they? <laughs> so, so how do you go about objectively testing a theory about getting high from symptoms of hypoxia in a cave? You do it. That's right. Okay. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm... <laughs> really? No, nobody, uh, nobody put themselves in any danger for this study. Oh, no, man. No brains were in any danger. Boo. <laughs> After the break, we're going to talk about how Yafit tested the lack of oxygen theory to get high. Amazing. And how it kind of holds up. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Please do. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, 
Your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, archaeologist Yafit Kadar has just emerged from the Chauvet Cave in vallon pont in southern France. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Take me there. That sounds like a fucking spa. It does. It does. So the paintings in the halls of this cave date back 30,000 years. Damn. And this location was one of the many which inspired Yafit's study and was actually included in it. Mm. Uh, other incredible locations featured were the paintings and engravings in Rufanyak. Ooh. In the Dorgong region. Ah. Mm-hmm, which are around 2,400 feet or 730 meters away from the entrance really in there 2400 feet deep that's very deep in it's a, cave. a deep painting <laughs> i can't I, there's no there's nothing no other I, sexual jokes I, I thought you were just gonna say a deep hole oh god damn it i missed the opportunity <laughs> it's a deep asshole it's a deep asshole it's a deep asshole there we so go. uh also examined was another deep asshole uh was the uh, <laughs> was the el castillo cave in cantabria Northern Spain, uh, quote, depictions there, which include the world's oldest known cave painting, were mostly, sorry, depictions there, which include the world's oldest cave, world's no, we got this, we got this, <laughs> what happened, the world's oldest known, known cave, cave painting, yeah, <laughs> am I oxygen deprived, <laughs> I think we both are, to be honest, <laughs> Uh, were mostly in narrow passages around 660 feet or 200 meters from the entrance. End quote. From Harry Howard of the Daily Mail. Yeah, that's fucking deep, man. Yeah. Uh, that's... Very specific locations. I'm too, I'm too high on lack of oxygen to describe. <laughs> I'm just staring at my hands right now. Whoa. Wow! <laughs> so we're going to get into uh, how they were examined in a minute. But, Dr. Marissa, I have to show you some of the art in these caves. Oh, thank God. Thank God I was worried you wouldn't. Right. You always do, but I still I have anxiety. Oh. So I'm like, oh God, what if I don't see these <laughs> pictures? <laughs> so all photos will be on our Insta- Instagram, Twitter, social media stuff. So please come on by and just take a look at how beautiful they are. Uh, let's start with an image found in the Dorgon region of mm. France. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you see in this first photo, Dr. Marissa? Oh, I love it. I love. I also love your pronunciation of my name in French. <laughs> Um, I love this. This is great. It looks like some sort of bowl. Yeah. And it's really good. It's not like a stick figure bowl. It's like an excellent sort of illustration of one. Um, underneath it, it looks like there's some red stuff. It actually looks like dried blood. I don't know what the story there is. Um, but maybe the the bull had its period. That doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> who knows? Um, but and then in front of the bull is like uh kind of like some sort of texture lines showing like wind or sky and then uh there's a cute little tree looking yeah, thing it's a lovely tree. lovely little scene of a cow on its period yeah so, it's beautiful wonderful i mean it does look like something picasso did in his later years right later years yeah 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 it's fucking wild yeah uh so the next photo i'm going to show you is actually a reproduction 
of the highly guarded images found in the Chauvet cave. So this looks more like sketches. Yeah, these are gorgeous. Yeah. Like they don't look like cave paintings I've seen, which are like very specific. I guess I've only seen like North American cave mm -hmm. paintings, um, but these are great. They're uh, various cows and, uh, or actually I'm not sure. Okay, so this one looks like a cow. This one looks like a big buck. It's got mm -hmm. antlers. Here's another uh, sort of reindeer buck looking situation. Here's like a, this gorgeous sort of goat with horns. They really liked horns. And <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a theme. Yeah, there's a theme. And these two look, they're right on top of each other. There's something really intimate going on. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That and is true. Um, it's like they're 69ing sort of, but in an uncomfortable yeah. way. Good, you know, good for, good for whoever them. made this. They good were really them. high. Um, <laughs> but very talented. Anyways, there's a lot of animals in there. A lot of animals really cool. in this one. Yeah. They're really beautiful. Uh, and finally, this amazing creature was also found in the Chauvet. So here, this one is. I like this one a lot. It's oh, really cute. I think this is my favorite. Yeah, right? um, I love this little one. This is really great. It's a, it's, it's a little rhinoceros. Yes. Um, and it's just so cute. It's so happy. It's got little eyes. It, it's got a really cute little derpy body. Um, <laughs> and for whatever reason, yeah, I don't know. These artists were like really into like, horns and antlers and stuff the rhino's last horn it just keeps going up yeah it's, it's, it's a very flamboyant horn very flamboyant um very, are we still in france still in france that that explains it there you it's go a big french oh, oh, oh. horn <laughs> <laughs> i hate myself anyways tell me more <laughs> amazing so everyone please just imagine you're in pitch black darkness no okay <laughs> you're descending 1,000 feet, then 2,000 feet, and your only source of light is a burning torch. Okay. These images in those circumstances must have looked wild, maybe even alive and animated. Oh, I didn't think about right? that. And you're high. And you're high. <gasps> that must, so. I mean, this must have been like Marvel yeah, to exactly. them. This must have been like going to the movie theater. Does anyone still do that? Uh, <laughs> back, uh, back in the day, five whole years ago, we used to go to the movies. That's right. And they were awesome. So and we used to go to movies. the movies high. <laughs> we, yeah. See? Yeah, we did. Full that circle. Lot, full doing circle. it all over, Nothing all over has again. Nothing changed. No. Yep. So, yeah, man, it's a trip. So this brings us to Yafit's study. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please tell us, what ingenious method did researchers use to test their hypoxia theory? Oh, my God, yes, we have to learn. Okay, from uh, Yasmin, Yasmin Saplakoglu, Saplakoglu, uh, Yes, of Live Science. Yasmin, I'm so sorry if I totally butchered your name. Um, of Live Science, quote, the researchers ran computer simulations of model caves with different passageway lengths that lead to slightly larger, uh, in quotes, hall areas where paintings may be found and analyzed analyzed the changes in oxygen concentrations if a person uh, was to stand in the different parts of the cave burning a torch. Fire such uh, as that from torches is one of several factors that depletes oxygen inside caves. They found that oxygen concentration depended on the height of the passageways with shorter passageways having less oxygen and but I should have thought of this. They use essentially math. They use, there you they go. They use, use their minds. That's right. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> let's mean, do it. I was with you. I was like, let's just go. 
Let's, let's give it go. a shot. Let's just get my lighter and we go. Yep. <laughs> so, so we bring some magic markers. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, man. Yeah, my friends, the tight squeezes had less, less oxygen, but you won't believe how much less oxygen and the effect fire had on those spaces, too. Oh, my God. Now, our atmosphere is 21% oxygen. Oh, that okay. feels low. It's, it's uh, Yeah, it's a shocking number. I deserve it's only more. Tw- <laughs> I'm not usually like this into myself, but I think it's, I deserve a little we more. We do. 25, 30? Come on now. Yeah. So, yeah, our atmosphere is composed of 21% oxygen. Uh, that's the level at which our bodies function best. Okay. But in these smaller spaces, oxygen levels dipped to 18% oh in, just, in just 15 minutes of standing there. <gasps> that dip has got to fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. And in caves with very low ceilings, the oxygen concentration dipped as low as 11%. Yeah, which would in, which would cause the more intense symptoms of hypoxia. Oh my God! And what are those? Well, I'm glad you asked. "Quote: In humans, oxygen deprivation can naturally release dopamine in the brain, uh, sometimes resulting in drowsiness, euphoria, hallucinations, or out of body experiences." Oh, nice! In fact, scientists who study caves have reported experiencing similar effects, even without a burning torch in hand. The added use of fire makes such a state far more likely. End quote from sciencealert.com. You know, as like a, a, a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, could say I hear you. That, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, I could say dopamine is, is a fun one. It's a good one. If you're releasing that, you are okay. Yeah. You're, you're or a good high time. on something you shouldn't be high on. <laughs> okay, mom. Go to, <laughs> go to school. Go to school. Stay in school. That's the word. Okay. <laughs> I use too much dopamine things back in the day. (laughs) There's nothing left. (laughs) So so if you're wondering at what point people would actually pass out, it's about 9%. Okay. So these folks were at about 11%. So they were getting close. They were really chasing that dragon and living on the edge. Good for them. But maybe that was the point. Dr. Marissa, what did Yafit tell live science reporter Yasmin in an email? Oh my God, let's do it. Okay, quote, caves had a special significance for these ancient civilizations. They were seen as portals that connect to the underworld. Mm -hmm. This just got even so much cooler. Wow. Uh, These findings suggest that the ancient people sought altered states of consciousness and created cave depictions as a way to maintain their connection with entities of the underworld. Mm -hmm. And quote, oh my God, oh my God, demon shit. They're (laughs) connecting with the under, their underlords. That's right. Um, (laughs) I mean, you can imagine going down further and further and you're getting more fucked up. And oh my God, if you don't know why, yeah, it's the underworld. It's the underworld. It's the underworld. That that explains it. That (laughs) explains a lot. uh, In the study, researchers went on to conclude the cave environment allowed early humans to maintain their connectedness with the cosmos. It was not the decoration that rendered the cave significant. Rather, the significance of the chosen caves was the reason for their decoration. That's so cool that this was like a thing everywhere. Yeah. That everyone was like, there's something about caves. Caves. That's right. Caves, man. Caves, man. <laughs> so that's, caves, man. That's wild, daddy I dig what you're putting down. The end. The end. 
I love it. Okay, who wants to go to a cave this weekend? No one? No, okay. No, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, none of us want to do that. We have plenty of uh, wonderful mind-altering ways yeah. of connecting with the underworld. It's super easy. You easy. can just connect to Wi-Fi and you're, <laughs> you're already there. That's right. Open up Twitter. Check out you know, dust off your Facebook and see the hell, the yeah. hellscape that is. Or just uh, wake up in the morning. That's pretty, yeah. No, that too. Yep. That too. We're already there. Uh, so thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends that people got real fucked up and made cave art. Yes. Nothing, nothing new there. Nothing no new. No surprises. Just fucking awesome. Just fucking awesome. And uh, please stay interesting. Please do.